In today's Live Treasured podcast, what all of us can do for the women in Afghanistan. Hey there, Treasured Tribe. It's Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries and your host um, for the Live Treasured podcast. And this morning when I woke up, um, as you know, right now in our current events, uh, there's catastrophe happening in Afghanistan. And I don't need to go into um, the specifics of that. I'm sure that all of you have been uh, following the news and Specifically, um, for me, what really makes me upset about what is going on and what will always make me upset is when women are oppressed and when they're hurting. And that, to me, will always be a hot button. And I cannot imagine, as I've read more articles about what life was like before the Taliban was there, what it was like when there was some sense of freedom for women where they could become educated and uh, go out and get jobs. And now um, that is being taken away. And I myself, I'm not a political person. In fact, I'm in this season of life where I've really turned off the news. But I received a text from a friend and she was uh, talking about all the uncertainty in the world. And so I reached out to my husband uh, and I said, what's going on? And he said, well, you know, there's uh, all this catastrophe going on in Afghanistan. And and he filled me in. And I don't think I need to um, go into any more detail on that. But I just really felt the Lord calling me to do a podcast on the power of prayer. You know, when evil is persisting inside of our world in any forms, it can make us feel powerless. It can make us feel like, you know, what is happening with God? Where is he? Why is all this happening inside of the world? And we can continue to ask why, or um, we can, as other people are, blame this person and blame that person, or we could do something about it. We could get on our knees and pray. We could begin to cry out for justice. And so this morning, I put aside what I was normally going to do, and I sat down and prayed through, and our leadership team put together a prayer guide, a printable that you can print out and tuck in your Bible to pray for the women inside of Afghanistan. And today, what I want to do inside of my podcast uh, is to talk about God's justice and the power of prayer. And I was really reminded today of the importance of crying out for justice and convicted on a personal note that this is something that I need to begin to do every single day. I need to begin to pray for women all over the world or for you that are listening, you know, what is that injustice that exists inside of the world that you just can't stand? And are you committing it to prayer every single day? And so today, this podcast is one where I'm going to talk about God's justice. I'm going to share with you a message about the power of prayer. And then I'm going to 
um, talk about that uh, PDF printable guide, which we've wrote a blog on that. All, really, all you have to do is go to our website, scroll to treasureministries.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and find our blog on praying for Afghanistan. And you'll be able to download that prayer guide and tuck it right into your Bible. We've also listed the scriptures on the blog. And so if you want to just pull it up electronically, so you can pray for it that way. But I really believe 2,000% in the power of praying God's word and the importance of women to cry out for justice persistently. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today because evil inside of our world, it can make us feel powerless. Inside of Mark uh, chapter 5, there's this story of this man who is possessed by the enemy and, uh, and he's living in a cave and it said that no person could control this man, right? But then when Jesus showed up, because he, the enemy was behind it all, the demons had to bow down to Jesus, right? And the man was freed and rescued. And many times when we hear about things going on inside of our current events that are just evil, that we know that the enemy, the, the, uh, the powers and principalities of darkness, that he's essentially behind all this, it can leave you feeling powerless, Right? And with all that is being done inside of the world, you know, how do we control this and how can we stop it? And it can make you feel powerless. And the truth of the matter is, is that the enemy is evil and his evil is powerful, but it's not as powerful as our God. And when we stand with God in prayer, much like they couldn't subdue this man in Mark chapter 5, I'm not going to go there. I'm just sort of laying a foundation for my teaching. It was when Jesus, his presence, his word, that he was able to have command over what was dark. Well, Jesus has given believers authority. And our authority is something that we take. It's something that we we activate, just like a policeman has authority. And if he stops um, traffic and lifts up his hand and stops a car, he is using his authority. It doesn't matter if he's standing on the side of the road and he's been given the authority. It's only where he steps up and he uses it. And sometimes I think, and even inside of preparing for this, I was just so reminded again about the importance and the power of prayer and really how our prayers can go out all over the world and and impact women. And so um, so that's what I'm going to be um, talking about today. And the, the first thing that I want to address is that um, God is a God of, of justice. When we look at the injustices inside of our world, um, it can be tempting to um, to to surmise that God isn't good and he's not really in control. But when you read the word of God, when you read the Bible from beginning to end, we see that the Bible tells us, one, that God is a just God, that he's still seated on the throne. Right now we live inside of a broken world where there is the enemy, but we must rightly divide the truth. 
And we must look inside of what's going on in Afghanistan or in any injustice inside of the world. And we must understand that that is not God's heart. This past fall, I was reading through um, Exodus. And in Exodus 21 and 22, God is laying out boundaries for his people, his instructions, so that they can live in a just and fair world. He tells them things like don't steal and don't murder. Um, he tells them how to treat their servants uh, and the, the foreigners around them. Um, and you can go and you can read that. But the point that I want to make in this is that God lays out principles. And when we follow those principles, the world is a just place. But what's the problem? The problem is not with God's principles. The problem is with people, right? Because I am prone to sin. We are uh, without God. We are um, we are lost, and so we have. We are prone. We have a sin nature, and so people are not going to keep. God's laws and God's principles perfectly. And because of that, also in Exodus 21 and 22, God not only lays out his instructions, but he also talks about the consequences that need to happen if those boundaries are broken. For example, what happens if somebody steals from you? What, what is, the, um, what is the, the repay that needs to happen to, to make things right? And so he lays all of that out. But here again, that is really counting on people to do the right thing. And we know that people, um, we cannot count on anybody, right, to do the right thing all the time. But there's something else that we can do, right? When there's boundaries in place, when a boundary is broken, and when somebody doesn't make it right, then God says this, and this is in Exodus 22, 22. Do not take advantage of the widow or the fatherless. If you do and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused and I will kill you with the sword. Your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. Now, the point inside of that scripture is that God cares very seriously about the injustices inside of our world. And for us to say there's nothing that we can do, no, the word tells us that we can cry out to him because he is the ultimate just judge. And when we cry out to God, God will hear. The Bible tells us that God will hear our prayers. You know, the world is an uncertain place. Jesus already told us, in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart because I've overcome the world. And so inside of this, he tells us that there is going to be trouble, right? But then he also gives us a command, and that command is to take heart. And so our reaction to the trouble is not to freak out like, 
this is some big surprise, right? And of course, it's heavy stuff that's going on. There's a lot of fear and uncertainty that's put inside of this world. But then we need to get back into the word and listen to what the Lord said. He said to us to take heart. Another translation says to take courage. Now, Hebrews uh, 10.35 says, take courage. And it says, don't let, excuse me, it says, don't throw your courage away. And so inside of the catastrophes that are going on, you and I must take heart and we must take not throw our courage away. Instead, what we need to do is we need to draw a line against the enemy and we need to say, we will not let evil win. And this is where praying God's word comes into play. Because also inside of that passage where Jesus is explaining to his disciples that this world is going to have trouble, he also tells them in John 16, 23 and 24, He reminds them to pray in his name. And praying in Jesus' name means that we pray based on his word, We not what the world says. We pray based on his ability, not ours. We pray based on what his name is and not what we think we deserve. We take our authority. We pray the word of God. Isaiah 48 says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. The world is uncertain. The world is uncertain, but God's word is certain. And when we pray as women, we may not be able to physically do an activity, but every day we can hit our knees and pray the word for these women in Afghanistan who have been robbed of education and jobs and and all of these sorts of things. In the parable of the persistent widow, you know, talking about those scriptures in Exodus where it talked about crying out to God, um, Jesus gives this parable of a widow. Um, And widows back then, they were the most vulnerable people um, that existed, some of the most vulnerable people. And so she comes to a judge, and the judge, the Bible says in Luke 18, verses 1 through 9, it's where this parable is, the judge is not righteous. He's not godly. But the woman cries out for justice, and she's relentless. And the judge finally answers her cry and gives her justice, the Bible says, because of her persistence against all odds, because a woman was persistent and kept asking, justice prevailed. And so at the end of the parable, Jesus says this, and this is Luke 18, 6 through 8, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? A couple of things in those verses. Again, 
God gives justice when we cry out to him in prayer. And it says day and night. A lot of times inside of the Bible, I'm seeing this now like everywhere, um, is that a lot of times, you know, we talk about morning quiet time, but you see so much in the word that there's this rhythm of day and night and day and night. And I wonder what hap- what would happen if those of us listening to this podcast, if we would just commit to praying, picking one scripture to pray over those women in Afghanistan, I wonder if mountains would move, and I know that they would. And I want to inspire you. Let's raise a, a, an army of women who are ready to pray, who are ready to take this commitment, who are ready to hit their knees and cry out to God and pray every single day. There's a woman inside of the Treasure Tribe, and she has a war room closet that she's created um, from that movie. She was inspired from that movie with Priscilla Schreier about the war room. And she has so many stories of God hearing her prayers and answering, and she's you know talks about going into her war room. And if there's nothing else, I don't know if what's going on in Afghanistan doesn't move us to pray. I don't know. I mean, what else, right? And we can stand with these women by kneeling. We can stand with these women by kneeling. And that is how this war against this evil can be won. Inside of that scripture, it says, but when the son of man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? And I just think about that scripture. And, you know, I want Jesus to find me on my knees. I want Jesus to find me crying out to him for the injustices inside of our broken world. I want Jesus to find me as somebody that could take two minutes in the morning and in the evening to cry out to God. And I want to ask you a question. Where does Jesus find you today? Let God find us praying with his power undaunted and undeterred. Let's resist fear that happens by listening to all the news and let's rise up with dedicated devotion for our fellow women in Afghanistan to pray with persistence God's word. Because your prayers, your persistent prayers, will make a difference. So this morning at Treasure Ministry, I got up this morning and I had my coffee, had my prayer time. I was going to go and swim laps. And I was like, nope, I'm sitting right down and I am going to write a prayer guide that we can give to any woman who wants to pray God's word. And so we um, it came up with this prayer guide. It has 
aspects that you can pray for what's going on in Afghanistan, and then it gives you the scriptures that you can pray. And praying God's word is powerful. And so I just want to inspire you to do that. Um, And all you have to do is go to our website, and uh, we've posted a blog, so just scroll to the bottom of the page and find the blog on Praying for Afghanistan and click on that blog, and it'll take you right to those scriptures. And today what I want to do is I've got those scriptures in front of me right now, and what I want to do is I want us to pray those scriptures together as we close. If you'll just close your eyes right now and pray with me. And if you're doing something like driving where you need to keep your eyes open, just focus on these words. And if you'll just join me right now in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are all-powerful. And inside of our broken world, where things can seem so dark, we thank you that your word reminds us that you are still in control and seated on the throne. Lord, right now, I thank you that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness will not overcome it. And that you reveal the deep things of the darkness and bring utter darkness into the light. And Father, right now I pray that your light would eclipse the darkness going on inside of Afghanistan. Lord, I pray for you to defend those that are vulnerable, especially the women and the children. I thank you, God, that you are a father to the fatherless. You are a defender of the widows. Lord, I thank you that you rescue the poor when you cry out to them, that you help the oppressed who have no one to defend them. Your word tells us that you feel pity for the weak and the needy and that you will rescue them, that you will redeem them from oppression and violence, for their lives are precious to you. Lord, I cry out to you now along with all of my sisters in Christ, and I pray for justice and an end to violence in the evil of those who are wicked and defend the righteous, O Lord, for you look deep within the mind and the heart. And Father, I pray for courage for every Christian that is there inside of Afghanistan, for every woman that got a taste of freedom and what she could really become. I pray, Lord, that you would lift her heart with courage and that you would bring your comfort for all your people. I thank you, God. The word tells us that the very hairs of our head are numbered. Lord, would you speak words of reassurance over the people, the women in Afghanistan, saying, don't be afraid, for they are more worth than many sparrows. And may they not ever throw away their confidence May you richly reward it. Father, I thank you that in the middle of need, you provide for your people in miraculous ways. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store in food or barns, but God feeds them. 
and they are more valuable than any birds. Lord, I thank you that you will care for the people in Afghanistan. And Lord, I thank you that you will supply all their needs according to your glorious riches, which have been given to them in Christ Jesus. Father, I pray most of all for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit, that you will pour out your Spirit upon all people, that your sons and daughters will prophesy, that your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And Father, I pray that you would speak to them inside of those visions, inside of those dreams of your gospel message, of your love, that many people would come to faith in Christ. Lord, I pray for godly leaders to emerge. As you came to Isaiah and said, whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? Lord, I pray that you would tap on the heart of many and that they would respond saying, here I am, send me. And Lord, we do come before you and we pray for the leaders inside of our world. Father, I pray that you would help them, that you would intercede, Lord, that you, Father, would would instruct them on how to bring this matter to a close in a way that brings peace. And Lord, I pray most of all that these leaders would lean on you, that they would see your glory throughout this. And Father, I ask, Lord, that you would raise up leaders in every continent, in every country that love you, that love your word, and that you would give them courage and wisdom. Father, I thank you that while this world can be a dark place, that your light, that your love will overcome it. In Jesus' name, we pray all these things. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you. And let's all join together as we pray for the women in Afghanistan. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.